0: So the new study that we are doing this morning Will be based on I am a church member So this is a new study This morning I am a church member And the session will be On I will be a functioning church member I will be functioning church member. We can't be slack. We need to be moving. We need to be functioned in our work in the church of God. Just give you give you a little bit of illustration in this morning. A man was coming out of church one day and the preacher was standing at the door, as he always did, ready to shake hands. The pastor grabbed the hands, the man's hand, pulled him aside and said to him, you need to join the army of the Lord. The man replied, preacher, I'm already in the army of the Lord. The preacher quickly asked, How I don't see you except at Christmas and Easter. So, this is an example of this member. The preacher asked him to be in the army of the Lord. But he said, I am already in the army of the Lord. So the man whispered back, I'm in the secret service. Now, this may be a humorous conversation, but it helps set the tone for our discussion this morning about the church member. Membership in a local church is important in the life of every believer. And it is necessary for us to consider what it means to be functioning, church member. God's word help guide guide our discussion as we seek to understand better our responsibilities, our responsibility and a call to use our gifts to serve in the body of Christ. So I will repeat that that again. God's word will help guide our discussion as we seek to understand better our responsibility and call to use our gifts to serve in the body of Christ. What does this mean to be a member of a church? How is it different from being a member of a civic organization or the country club? So we need to ask this question. There's a question there. So in this lesson, we will see the scripture emphasizes that the churches will operate like they should only when every member is functioning within the body. We will see that every member has received different spiritual gifts that need to be used in service to the church. Ultimately, the foundation for exercising these gifts is love. So everything comes down, exercising the gifts, and that is love. Membership means we are all necessary parts of the whole, the whole body. If you think about it, there are a number of things made up of various pieces that operate us as, as, as a whole cars, computers, cell phones, and etc. You would not expect a car to operate in, in the way it was intended, if it was missing the steering wheel, in the same way, the body of Christ does not operate as it was intended. It is missing a key part of the body, namely you. So scripture speaks clearly to the fact that every member of the body is needed for the church to be built up and to grow. Consider Paul's words in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1 to 16. So let's turn there this morning, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse, 16, verse 1 to 16. If you're there, you say, Amen. If you're not, say, Wait. (laughs) We just use the same manner. Same sayings, like our pastor says. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 16. And it reads, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk One God and Father of all, who is, all, is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions, the, the earth, that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and of knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to measure of the stature of fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes, and rather speaking the truth in love, We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. And verse 16, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So Paul reminds the church in Ephesus that God has given them pastors and teachers to equip them to carry out the work of the ministry. This work of ministry is primarily to the call to make disciples. He also emphasizes that the reality that when each member in the body that works together properly, the result is very clear. The body grows. So, if everybody takes part in this whole body, the body will grow. Amen? Now, is the question: it is possible that the primary reason churches do not grow numerically and spiritually is that the members in the church are not working properly. Do you feel that you are using your gifts to build up the body? Why? Or why not? If we are not using, then why not? But if we are using, then we need to know this question, why? We need to use these gifts that's been given to us by God. And it, it's kind of ex- encouraging, it's kind of exciting, it's kind of fearing that it will make us to do things what God requires. Rather than just sit back, just go with the flow, just attend services or our commitment for our, our, our church. It is easy to look to specific programs, great ministries and amazing worship experiences as the things that will grow a church. They are good. They are popular. But God, he has a plan for us that we must consider. We must think prayerfully. However, this passage, we just, read, we just read, makes it clear that grows in the body, numerically and spiritually, has less to do with what we offer, and more to do with, the, with whether we are functioning as the body of Christ, with all members doing their part, and this is what Rainer wrote. God did not give us local churches to become country clubs, where membership means we are privileges and perks. He placed us in churches to serve, to care for others, to pray for our leaders, to learn, to teach, to give, and in some cases, to die for the sake of the gospel. And Bible encourages us that we must die daily, Spend some time praying and reading and really think. Write out your questions. If we are not good speakers, then we use something else. we might write. So use your initiatives. Use your strengths to do what you can do. You know and you believe that you have a calling in your life by God. So we need to use those privileges. We need to use... Our skills and our talents, talents for God. Many churches were weak because we have members who have turned the meaning of membership upside down. So this is this might be another question that we need to ask: How do you view your membership at at this church? In of divine, do you focus on the privileges and perks you receive, or on how you can serve? We got great numbers. Everybody, if everybody functions together, praise God. God can do anything. Membership means we are different, but we still work together. One of the beautiful things about the body of Christ is that it is made up of unique members with different spiritual gifts. Often churches do a disservice when we emphasize the the particular importance of certain gifts. Preaching, teachings, etc., To the exclusion of others, this should not be the case. Because scripture is clear that every believer's gift is necessary for the body to function as it should. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 to 26, he emphasizes this truth. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 to 26 And it reads there, now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that there that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says, Jesus is accursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. Listen carefully. Now there are varieties of gifts that is within us but the same spirit. So the spirit that you receive, it comes with many varieties of gifts. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given The manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom. And to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healing by the one spirit. To another the working of miracles to another, prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another, very, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who portions to each one individually as he wills. For just as a body is one, and as many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body. It is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free. And all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That would make, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ears ears should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. And that would make it easy, or, correction, that would make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an eye, ear, correction, where would be the sense of smell? No, again, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Around those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor and our unrepresentable parts and treat it. With greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require, but God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that re- to that part do not require, but God has so composed the body, correction, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division. In the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. And verse 26, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Spiritual gifts are given to believers at the moment of salvation. These gifts are not chosen by us, but given to us by the Spirit. According to his discretion. The spirits we received, the, the, the gifts we receive are to be used to build up the body of Christ and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. So think about it. The gifts that we receive, we need to use to build the body of Christ and glorify Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. This could be another question. What is your spiritual gift? How have you tried to exercise that gift within the body of Christ? If you do not know what your gift is, would you like to find out? Amen. You can simply ask the leaders, pastor, and for those who have it. So in this passage, we also see that we need to celebrate every gift as it is exercised within the body of Christ. Paul stressed that we should not devalue the gifts of others because they are are needed for the body to grow. In the same way that our hamper is needed, is a needed part of our physical body, we need to see that every member and their particular gifts are vital to the health and growth of the body of Christ. Oh, this could be another question. How can you encourage other members as they use the gifts within the body of Christ why do you believe some members are hesitant to use their gifts i i believe that everyone has a gift that is here today maybe you don't know maybe you know but you just been hesitant you just been sitting back. No, no, it's it's Brother Stans, it's Brother Kenneth, it's it's Pastors. We can all do these things. If you have been called, and and most importantly, if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God. Amen. That's where it's at. Or just as you are. If you're a believer, God will do anything. Praise God. Rain also wrote, with a country club member, you, you pay others to do the work for you. With church members, everyone has a role or function. That is why some are hands, feet, ears, and eyes. We are all different, but we are necessary parts of the whole. As different gifts are exercised, the body is built up in the same way that a weightlifter's body is built up as he lifts the weights. If he were to only lift weights with one arm and do do not the other, one arm would grow and be strengthened while the other would be a trophy. So in the same way, if one member of the body does not use their gift... The part of the body will atrophy and the body will not be able to grow as it should. Praise the Lord. Membership means everything. We say and do is based on a biblical foundation of love. So most of us I heard First Corinthians and First Corinthians chapter thirteen, the love chapter. So if you don't know, you write this scripture today. First Corinthians chapter 13, it's based on love. It's the love chapter. Now we need to understand these verses within their immediate context. Even though these verses are read at wedding. On weddings, they must be understood within the context of Paul's discussion of spiritual gifts. We wanted people to understand that the foundation of using our spiritual gifts within the body of Christ is love. for Both for God and for one another. Consider these following verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. And 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 13. And it reads there, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets. Third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administration, administrating, and the various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Verse 30 Do all poses gifts? of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the higher gifts that I will show you a still more excellent way. And in chapter 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, And verse 1 to 13, it reads If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have poetic powers and understand all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, So as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burnt, but I have not love, I gain nothing. But for love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its way. It is not Irritable or resentful, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease; As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I taught like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face, Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Amen? Praise God. So as we consider these verses, we must recognize that Paul was writing these words to a church that was experiencing conflict. The specific conflict details in chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians or Ephesus, Ephesians surrounded the the exercise of spiritual gift within the body. Some gifts were recognized as being more important than others, and some people were being regarded as better Christians because they had particular gifts. Paul told them this should not be the case. Paul emphasizes that the conflict the church was experiencing was a result of lacking something and that was love. We heard in that story that the Church of Corinthian had all these gifts operating. Apart from other other churches or the visitation that Paul had to the regions or the churches. The church of Corinthian Corinthians Corinth And everything operated. But there was that one thing that it was missing. And that was love. So we can do anything. We can do anything powerful. By using the gifts of God. But if we don't have the love of God in us. Then we are wasting our time. God is not in it. So love must be the foundation of everything that happens within the church. It was love that caused Jesus to step into, that, into this planet to rescue us from our sin. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, he reminded us it will be love that distinguishes the church from the world. John chapter 13 and verse 35. And Rainer wrote, We are all to love fellow church members just because they are lovable. We are to love the unlovable as well. We are not to pray for and encourage our pastors just when they are doing things we like. We are to pray for and encourage them when they do things we don't like. We are not to serve the church only when others are joining in. We are to serve the church even if we are alone in doing so. So church membership is founded on love. authentic, biblical, and unconditional love. So this could be another question today. Do you love your church and the people in it? Does the love drive you to serve, give, and pray? If not, can you really call it love, knowing love leads to action? Somebody say amen. 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 Church membership is functional membership. The only thing you have to do is to do to be a member of a country of a country club. Is to pay your dues. Biblical church membership is completely different. Rainer wrote, Do you know how to remain a biblical member of a church? Give abundantly and serve without hesitation. You can be a member of a church and not do this, but you cannot be a biblical member of the church without giving abundantly and serving without hesitation. This could be another question for us today. What would it look like if every member of our church gave abundantly and served without hesitation? What would it take for that to happen? The concept of an inactive member is an oxymoron. The idea that you can be a church member without serving and giving cannot be found in the Bible. One of the, the ongoing questions you should ask yourself and God in prayer is, how can I best serve my church? How can I best serve my church? You should never ask yourself if you should be serving your church. And this could be another question for us today. Are you willing to ask the question, how can I best serve my church? Better yet, are you willing to write the Lord a blank check? Allow him to fill it in and serve and give whatever he writes. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So here it is. I am a church member. Praise God. What can you do? To be that functioning body or member. Be the functioning member in the body of Christ. Praise God. Did it challenge you today how you can view the membership of the body of Christ? We get tossed to and fro every day. Praise God. We got life, we got everything that we do, apart from the service of God. But, thinking now, be real now today. You as a son and daughter of God today, what can you do as a member in the body of Christ today? Praise God. Because God has called you, he has gifted you with all these gifts What can you do today to be that functioning member in the body of Christ? And we can, we can, without hesitation, we can say to ourselves, I am a church member. So somebody say, I am a church member. A functioning church member. Amen. Praise God. May God bless you all this morning. Praise God. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you know you know what to do. Praise God moving forward. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Why don't we rise and we just pray to God to have His way. Praise God. So why don't we stand this morning. Hallelujah. Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we thank You, Lord, for Your Word.